This is the Final Whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. With the final score of Torquay United 1, Wrexham 1, I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. And, well, there we go. The season to end all seasons is over. Wow, what an experience. I've got to say that, um, I mean... There was nothing riding on this game for Wrexham. Obviously, there was for Torquay, although it was a, a long shot for them to try to survive. But, nonetheless, Wrexham, with an unchanged team, went for it. It was, I think I've got to say, the sort of that uh, if there was something riding on it, I feel a little disappointed, because we most certainly should have won. Having said that, the level of commitment the players showed, considering there was nothing riding on it, was great. It was just that Wrexham were maybe lacking a touch of that sharpness that you get when Notts County are breathing down the neck and you know you can't drop any points. Wrexham opened Torquay up a lot, but weren't ruthless as usual. And as a result, well, a point's fine. It don't matter, do it? Wrexham, I said, naming an unchanged team and had an initial little scare although it was totally inadvertent when Collins on the left swept in a cross which he overhit and Foster had to be sharp to backpedal and tip it over the bar Foster his quick distribution throughout this game was really useful and within moments he got the ball and he started off the party in terms of Wrexham's strong opening 22 minutes a great early ball running in behind the defence cut inside drove a shot trying to beat the keeper at the near post and drilled it just into the side netting the battle between Wrexham and Mark Halstead the Torquay keeper would become the story of the match to be honest as Wrexham continued to push and push and push the opening stages it was too easy for Wrexham to get through and frustrating that they didn't get a goal as a result of it Torquay had to win they were bold. They tried to put players up the pitch. They were aware they couldn't go crazy against us. But they were leaving a lot of space, especially between midfield and the defensive line. There were gaps around the sides because their wing-backs were really pushing high. Stobbs had had a great game on the right for them. And as a result, runners going on the outside of the three centre-backs were finding lots of space to get into and lots of space to run into behind. And like I said, I think if Wrexham throughout the game but often in these early stages, when it really did look like it could have been an avalanche of goals for Wrexham, if we'd been a bit more careful, a bit more certain playing our passes, we could have scored a lot. We got a great chance to start things off, though, in the sixth minute. James Jones driving forwards, working it wide. Dolby drove in the cross, and Nico Lawrence handled this. Penalty given, simple decision for the referee. Mullen stepped up, looked to place it inside the right post. But again, Halstead dived down those to his left and made a great save, pushing the ball away. Soon afterwards, another chance for Wrexham, this time from a corner on the left-hand side. Swept in, O'Connell met it with a great header, about eight yards out, glancing it in. Superb save by Halstead. It was all reflexes, just reaching up towards the top left corner and clawing it out. Uh, attempt to clear it in the goal mouth, only found O'Connell again. And O'Connell drove in another powerful shot, which was deflected away off Dolby. And the danger was, but was gone. But this is still the opening ten minutes, and it's... Still the opening 10 minutes when James Jones fed another good ball down the right for Mullen, cutting inside. He drove in a shot. Moxie lunging forwards, only deflected it past Halstead. At last, the ball got past Halstead, but a defender was there to clear it off from under the bar. 
O'Connell then feeding in a fabulous looking ball with Torquay's defence really having lost its shape. It looked like Mendy was going to beat the keeper to it, but he just failed to do so. It just went across him a little bit and Halstead was able to grab it at his feet. And 16th minute, another big chance. Barris working the ball again down the right to Mullin. Mullin cutting inside and I mean honestly there was just nothing wrong with this finish. It was a very tight angle. He blasted it with power across Halstead who just managed to get his right foot out full stretch and deflect the ball away. A fabulous save. Halfway through the first half another great save by Halstead. A free kick 25 yards out. O'Connell took it, drove it in, took a deflection off the wall. Halstead got across and managed to get his fingertips to it and push it over the bar. But then our momentum ran out of this. I think that happens, isn't it, when you keep making chances and not taking them. And our momentum started to dip. And to be fair to Torquay, you know, I mean, they were looking to take us on. They needed to win and needed Maidenhead to lose at Gateshead. And the swing in goal difference had to be seven goals. So the chances were slim, but they were giving it a go. And although they didn't really create any chances in the first half, Hall had a half chance from the edge of the area he couldn't keep down, but that was it. They they were certainly competing. They were riding their luck at the back and relying on Halstead. But they started to take the game to us a little bit, especially, like I said, down that right-hand side where quite a lot of balls were coming in. And Nubel was doing well. He's strong. He's winning his fair share of aerial duels. And there's, there's mobility as well, just causing us a few issues. Still, at half-time, you felt, OK, we, we're in control of this. We should be ahead. When we hear the Gateshead are winning 3-0, um, whether that heartens Torquay, I don't know, because Wrexham started a half very strongly. Within two minutes, Barnett sweeping in across after a long probing spell of pressure. Lee lost his man, but from eight yards out, tried to glance at beyond Halstead and got too little on it. It went wide of the post. And then a minute later, again, another great move. Another great save. Cannon starts it, sweeping the ball across the right-hand side. Barris played a great one-two with Mullen. And then Barris, again, from a tightish right-sided angle, drove in a powerful shot. Great save by the keeper. Barnett stretching, managed to hook the rebound towards goal. The defender got a touch, knock it behind. But then, 53rd minutes, against the under play, to be fair, Torquay took the lead. A I think it should have been disallowed, if I'm honest. Stubbs with a good ball down the right-hand side. Jarvis driving it into the goal mouth. Nubel looked offside. Had a simple tap-in. Looking at the video, he is offside, I think. He's comfortably offside. But, okay, Linesman didn't spot it. Fair enough. And Wrexham were behind. We responded well, but we weren't really making chances at first. They started to come. Mullin and Mendy combining nicely on the left. Mullin finding Dolby, he was backing into his man 10 yards out, a really sharp turn and shot by Dolby, but it was too close to Halstead, he still had to be quick with his hands to parry it, then Wrexham again, pushing on O'Connell with a nice pass after some pressure by Torquay to release uh, Barnett on the right, and he played lovely ball again down the right hand side, all those issues coming down the right, Mullen cutting in size, driving in a shot which again was denied this one was a strange one because it took a deflection off Lawrence and I think Halstead looked like he was actually beaten because the ball was going to his right, suddenly deflected to his left. It just hit the side netting, just inside the post. It was so close to going in. A minute later and Torquay made another chance. Nubel this time pulling the ball in two hall eight yards out, but his header was inaccurate. It was a real chance and Phil Parkson responded almost straight away with a double change. The two strikers, Mullen and Dolby, coming off and on in their place coming Ollie Palmer and Billy Waters to make his Wrexham debut. 
Waters soon was asking for a penalty when again Wrexham got around the right side of Torquay's defence as he cut into the box. Moxie made a sliding tackle. The referee judged it to be a corner despite Waters' pleas and those of the massive following army behind the goal. And then soon afterwards, another opportunity. Barrett, Barnett this time sweeping the ball into the far post. Mendy getting up really well. It was a great chance and winning his header. But Lawrence backing into him, I think inadvertently, getting the reward for being so tight to him, just took a little deflection off it, which sent it wide for a corner. Wrexham made another change. Ford coming on for Barnett, who had worked very hard up and down the flanks, and Ford's passing down that right-hand side would eventually uh, play a part in the breakthrough. Wrexham switched to a diamond of Tom O'Connor stepping up into midfield and got the equaliser when O'Connell did well to again pass out from the back. Ford with an excellent ball inside to Lee and a return pass. First time to Ford, he punched it down the line for Palmer. Palmer driving down the right-hand side, found himself in a two-on-two break with Lee in the middle. He then beat Lawrence to make it two-on-one, and as the defender in the middle, Donlan started to come across, played a perfect pass in to leave Lee with a simple tap-in. After beating his man, it could have become a four-on-one break. Torquay had left himself so short at the back. And... Palmer continues to look good on the right. He, he holds that touchline. Wrexham making so many chances there. And Ford coming on actually gave us different sort of threat on the right. Rather than Barnett surging forward, Ford's passing was very good, very accurate. And nearly set up another goal in the 94th minute because Wrexham kept pushing on and Torquay were clinging on a bit by now. Cannon working it wide to Ford. Ford with a good ball down the line. Palmer from a tight angle with players arriving in the box. Maybe he could look up, but instead he went for power and smashed it just wide of the far post with the keeper beaten. A good effort. Moments later, the bet whistle had gone and the greatest season of all time was over. I'm not just being for Wrexham. For anyone, 111 points. Absolutely astonishing. Performances. Foster had no chance with the goal. Didn't have much to do. Like I said, Torquay... I was impressed with their heart, and they spent a lot of time in Wrexham's half. I'm not trying to diminish that or patronise them, but really, they only made two good chances. The goal, which was offside, and Hall's headed chance, which maybe he should have found a target with. Back three again, solid enough. O'Connell's passing from the back, I thought, was, was excellent. O'Connor did really well, nipping in as well. Toza was strong and solid in the centre. The wing-backs, Barnett did really well, scurrying up and down the line. Uh, he was quiet in the first half, came into it more in the second. But having said that, when Ford came on, it was interesting, like I said, to see how Ford's passing down the wing uh, continue to open Torquay up. Mendy put a very good shift in down the left-hand side. The crosses that were coming in from the side were tended to come from deep rather than from beating Mendy. In the central midfield, I had just about made James Jones man of the match. He, again, was energetic. He was involved in a lot of good attacking play, a lot of good attacking movements, a lot of nice link play on that right-hand side as Wrexham opened Torquay up on that flank. He did well. Cannon had a, one of those games where he was very involved, did lots of good things, some really nice instinctive passes, and a couple of dangerously slack passes in his own half that could have been punished. The whole chance came from that. And But overall, I mean, he's a quality player, and he was at the centre of a lot of what Wrexham were doing. As was Lee, who did well, cutting inside off and going more narrow than he normally does from this left side of midfield slot and getting into goal-scoring positions, looking to prompt. Again, sometimes that final ball wasn't quite there, but he scored the goal in the end. 
Mullen, well, I'll tell you what, first half Mullen was all over the place. He looked good. Uh, he was clearly angry as well after missing that penalty and trying to make amends. And had not been for Halstead, he would have been on the score sheet. Um, second half, though, it, as it wore on, he had some nice approach play. He wasn't quite as involved and Parkson decided to end the season prematurely and give him a standing ovation, which I think was a good call. Dolby also worked hard, occupied the centre-backs well, didn't get many sniffs of goal, unfortunately for him, but a solid shift from him. And like I said, the subs that came on, Ford did really well, I thought. His link-up play was excellent. And Palmer, who was intelligently drifting to the right and getting space out there and drawing the moxie across, uh, did really well. was a genuine threat. Set up the goal, unlucky not to get an injury-time winner. Gosh, we didn't get an injury time winner. Isn't that strange? But anyway, that's it. That's the last final whistle of this season. We'll be back, of course, soon. And in the meantime, I can I just say it's been such a pleasure for all of us on the media team bringing you the seasons of seasons. It really has been wonderful. We can't wait to do it again in the Football League. And don't worry, we, we're not going to leave you alone over the summer. We'll, we'll cook some plans up. So the final score of Wrexham Top... Everyone else, I don't care. I'm Mark Griffiths from Wrexham AFC. Okay, just talk you on Wrexham one, but you know what I mean. This is the final whistle podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. <laughs>